Hello, friends. This is your host of the Leader and She podcast. I am a wife, mom, sister, daughter, educator, health coach. I am a leader, and so are you. Welcome to episode seven of the Leader and She podcast. Every time I add another episode, I get even more excited than the first. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, I want to say welcome. Whether you are a stay-at-home mama, a working mom, not a mom, a college student, or even someone younger than that, I am so excited to learn and grow with you as you walk in your everyday leadership roles. As always, your feedback is so important and helps me to bring the best leadership content to you, which is why I always start by celebrating our listener of the week. But during the month of December, we're going to switch things up a bit. It is the giving season, so I want to hear your favorite places to give. What is a charity or organization that touches your heart and the lives of others? How can we pay forward our gifts to spread a little more joy this time of year? So this week and throughout the month of December, I am asking that when you leave a review, if you could please also share your favorite charity, and then each week, we will choose the one to donate to in your name. I will also send a little thank you gift to you as well. I really believe that one of the best ways to impact lives is to spread our love and positivity. So share this podcast, share your ideas, and let's change the world together one act of kindness at a time. Now, on to the show. We have all heard the expression, doing the right thing isn't always the easy thing. How many times have you been in a situation when doing the right thing was uncomfortable and downright hard? I remember feeling this way all the way back in elementary school. I specifically remember a time when my group of friends had their first girl fight. You know the one. It often starts with one of the friends in your group, they're upset at another, and then they try to get all the other girls to take their sides. It It's uncomfortable at best because both are your friends. And even worse is when they specifically ask you to choose sides. I remember this very clearly in our elementary cafeteria, which was also our gym, crowded, noisy, the smell of green beans and nasty burritos, sitting right there in the middle of my two friends. Both of them were angry at one another, saying rude and even untrue things, both asking me to take their sides. I actually remember talking to each of them separately, whispering to them in the bathroom stalls later and telling them both that I was on their side and not to tell the other friend. I was worried that I would upset one of them if I didn't take their sides, and God forbid if I told them both that they were my friends and that I wouldn't take sides because this was their issue to solve and not mine. So what in the world does a silly elementary school girl conflict have to do with anything in everyday leadership? Well, lots actually. How many times have you been in a situation like this? Sure. Maybe not as an elementary student, but in your current relationships, mutual friends, or even family members not getting along. Do you feel like you have to take sides or choose just to keep the peace? 
Do you ever stay quiet in a situation when you should really speak up because you just want to avoid conflict? Have you ever seen another human being unkind, mean, or even bullying someone else? This doesn't just happen on the playgrounds of our schools. This happens in everyday lives with adults, in the workplace, in our family, on the sports fields, even out and about. It makes me think back to a video that was done by Burger King. If you haven't seen it, be sure to Google Burger King bullying. It is worth the three minutes. The story goes like this. There are actors and a hidden camera. The actors are the kids eating at Burger King and then the customers are the real people. In a variety of examples, one of the kids is relentlessly picked on, teased, even pushed off the chair. Customers who, remember, are not the actors, they are around watching this happen. The mean kids continue to bug, push, say rude things to the student, and what do most of the customers do? Most do nothing. They watch. Now, to prove a point, the Burger King workers do a similar thing to a Whopper Junior. They beat it, yell at it, smash it up, and then they give it to the customers. When the customers open their Whopper, it is clear that the sandwich wasn't taken care of and something is wrong. What do most of the customers do now? They walk right up to the counter and complain. In fact, in this experiment, 95% of the people spoke up about their Whopper Junior, while only 12% spoke up about the student who was treated poorly. Why is that? Why do most human beings do nothing when they see a child being picked on or bothered or treated poorly? But if something is wrong with their sandwich, they're willing to speak up? Simple. Sometimes it's easier to do nothing. Sometimes it's hard to do the right thing. Think of your home, your workplace, maybe your classroom. Are there times when you need to speak up, say something? Maybe you even need to have a tough conversation with someone you really respect. Maybe even your boss or another leader in your team. As a leader, whether in an official capacity or not, because remember, we are all leaders this is so important. Titles do not define us as leaders. Our actions do. So no matter where you are, you are a leader. The question is, what type of leader are you? Are you a leader that is kind, thoughtful, willing to do the right thing even when it's hard? Can you put your needs aside and do what's right for the team? Sometimes this means speaking up, but other times it's in the daily decisions and the actions that we have to take. As a leader, there will be times when you need to make a decision for the greater good that isn't popular and may even upset others. As a leader, it is important to evaluate the why behind your actions. Ask yourself these key questions. One, who is this decision or action benefiting? Two, is it helping or hurting our overall team? Three, does it align with our long-term mission and vision? Let me share another story from when I was in the classroom working with our youngest of students. In Michigan, students can come to school if they are five by December 1st. 
This means that some of our students are just four years old when starting their formal K-12 education. Now, I'm not gonna go into the details or debate the pros or the cons of this right now, but in our community, we find value in offering a Young Fives or a DK program. Every year we go through a vetted process of identifying and recommending students to either our kindergarten or our Discovery Kindergarten program. Most families see what we see and agree with the recommendation. Every year though, there are a handful of families that disagree. As a teacher, this used to make me really uncomfortable. Having these conversations with parents was hard. There is often a different perspective that we each bring to the table, and sometimes those perspectives are just too different and we don't come to an agreement. Ultimately, it is always the parent's choice, but as an educator, I have to share my professional opinion while fully respecting the parents. It isn't always easy, but it is always the right thing to do. Most of the time, these meetings end with mutual respect and understanding, even if we come to an ending that we don't agree on. In the very rare instance that a family is upset and unable to respect our perspective, I still feel at peace because it was the right thing to do. So think of your daily leadership roles, remembering that we are all on some type of leadership journey. What can you do to be sure that you are doing the right thing? Now, this doesn't mean that you go rogue and start calling everybody out on their actions and being judgy. Doing the right thing begins with you. Showing up, leading by example, demonstrating the actions that you want to inspire within others. In my health and fitness business, for example, there are many things that are hard. Waking up early to work out is hard. Shoot, sometimes working out every day is hard, but as a health coach, it is obviously the right thing to do. What kind of coach would I be if I couldn't walk the walk, right? So what do we do as leaders? We embrace the journey. We show up. We do the hard things. We rally our troops and we empower them to do the hard things too. And we do it all with grace because at the end of the day, we are all people, people with feelings, people with our own struggles, people with families, people with stories that impact our day-to-day decisions. But if we can come together with kindness, we can do the right thing for each other, even when it is hard. As always, if nobody told you today, you are important, you are appreciated, and you matter. Thank you for listening and see you next week.